0: Hi everyone and welcome to today's episode in which I'm joined by somebody who I'm slightly envious of and that will become quite apparent as we go through the podcast. But Michael was a top level athlete with a cool comeback story. After retiring he started working with high achieving male CEOs in their homes on their fitness and their business mindset. He was a fitness model. Now, listeners, that's not actually what I'm jealous about, but then launched the first golf fitness membership website on the Internet back in 2001. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's quite some time ago. So congratulations. on Taking it to seven figures. Michael then took that knowledge and began consulting with business owners and CEOs to shift their mindsets, demolish their limiting beliefs and grow revenues in their business great to have you on today's podcast mark
1: thank you Simon. Whew, man okay we're all good now <laughs> yeah.
0: and I've got to say um, when I see the word athlete and when I see the word fitness and model uh, and, and all things sportsman like and I've been on a mission my my entire life for one thing okay and yeah I've Gone to the gym seven days a week. Fantastic. You know, being involved in different sports. Uh, I used to do aerobics two or three times a week. I, you know, I've tried everything, and yeah, you know, I consider myself. You know, I walk a lot. I get my steps in, but my holy grail, Michael, is washboard abs. Actually, to see any abs, okay, <laughs> um, and I've tried losing weight. Uh, and you know, we all have that that weakness. Yeah, if if I exercise my chest incredible results. Genetics. With very little Genetics. effort. Yeah. But abs are my weakness. They're my genetic. I like that. I'm going to use that, Michael. Gene- <laughs> abs are my genetic weakness because no matter how hard I tried about six months ago, uh, and listeners, yeah, this is the first time you're hearing this. I tried about six months ago doing three sets throughout the day of 30 push-ups and 30 sit-ups and 30 crunches. I did that. Every day, three times a day, lost about a stone in weight as well, and still could hardly get a glimpse of an ab. And I
1: thought, yeah, that, what a waste. If you get me on fitness, this this podcast will go 10 hours. <laughs> but but I will tell you, I will tell you, and even for the listeners, you can do a 1,000 sit-ups a day. That's not going to make your ab show because it's the layer on top of the abs, which is fat, that's covering the yeah. abs. So a lot of people have this misconception of, well, I want to get washboard abs. I'm going to do 100 sit-ups a day. I'm going to do 1,000 sit-ups a day. Good luck. Good yeah. luck with that. You'll you have very strong abs, but you're not going to show. Your abs are not going to show because you've still got the layer of fat over top of the abs. So, there you go. Yeah. Get the fat down. And of
0: course, that. There you go. That is a genetic thing of where the fat accumulates as well. Well,
1: for mean, well especially for men, right? You know, and even I, yeah. even I, I turned 59 in a month, which I'm just, I'm kind of in shock. I'm in shock. But um, yeah, you, know, you know my abs weren't what they were when I was thirty. They're they're still there. They're yeah. there because I work out a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but they're not what they yeah. used to be, right? So you know you you have to keep everything yeah. in perspective, right? And I think the bottom yeah. line comes down to just health. Just you know, and that when I work with with my clients, um, a lot of these men, they're physically broken, they're mentally broken, and they're worth millions of dollars, millions of dollars, right? <laughs> and it's like. And that's been this a common theme for me throughout my entire career as a trainer and now as a as a business advisor is is working with these these very powerful men who are physically and mentally broken.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I and mean, we'll get onto this a little bit later on, but you know, I realized many years ago the importance of being healthy for business because your business needs you to be not just 100% mentally there, but also physically yes. as well. So uh, yeah, perhaps, perhaps we'll come on to that, we'll see where it goes. But let, let's start the, the core questions. Let's talk about what we're drinking uh, today and and why. So tell us a little bit about what you're drinking
1: today, Michael, and uh, what it's all about. I'm a, I'm a huge coffee drinker. I started drinking coffee at the age of 10. So I started a really, okay. and I put a lot of sugar in that coffee back then, it looked like syrup syrup at the bottom of that cup. But yep. I I've got a little curing machine and I do Italian roast Starbucks. And Ooh, I did want right, to okay. I did want to show
0: got my attention.
1: Well, no, it's just a little curing machine, right? But I do like stronger coffee. I like strong coffee. But yep. I did want to bring on as a um, as a memento this coffee mug, which is 21 years old. And it was made by my son and daughter. These are their handprints, by the way, right there. And it says, you know, yeah. we love you. Yeah. And I think what's the other side say? I think it says, Dad- we love you, daddy. But it just, this is 21 years old. So this thing, I brought it out just for the podcast. It's going right wow. back in my cupboard right after this.
0: <laughs> so for those listening to this and, and obviously not able to see the mug, just describe the mug in a bit more detail. So we get a full oh, vision of what this mug is, is like it- and what it means to you as well, because You've also got a little bit of a story about breaking one of these mugs as well, haven't
1: you? Yeah. Yeah. I I've got five, five total mugs in there. My kids know that I like things big. Um, everything about me is sort of, I like to do things big. So these mugs are gigantic. They're big mugs, they're ceramic and they did it at some store, like a ceramic store and with my then wife, um, they were super young and they took their handprints and put them on, on the mug. They did the mug in my favorite color, orange. And it's even dated on the bottom. I don't know if you can see that right there, but there it is. There's the date. Yeah. Yeah.
0: June 12th. Yep. 2000. So this
1: is a very old mug. But yeah. And I, um, in moving into this recent house I live in, I dropped one of them. And that, the one I dropped was 18 years old. And boy, oh boy, did I almost come down to breaking down and having a little bit of a cry on that one. That uh, I just stared at the floor and was like, holy crap. So yeah, that's my my coffee
0: mug story. Yeah. And, and it's interesting because, you know, I, I think many of the listeners, myself included, are very precious about our mugs and I'm drinking my coffee today. Listeners out of my, my Disney. And this is uh, um, a mug that somebody bought me and it's a, a Disney century of legends. Oh, look at
1: that.
0: Uh, and it's a big one too. I like it. For, big. It's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. I like the mugs. Um, and, this this is quite special for me because that probably is similar age. It's got to be seventeen, eighteen Crazy. years since a member of staff went on a holiday and went on vacation to Disney World, and they bought me the mug back. Wow! So that's great, isn't it? When you when you that when is... an employee goes on vacation and they bring you a memento back, but the mug I want to talk about was one that I got because I'm very passionate about motorcycle racing, and I got a mug. Uh, which was a World Superbike mug, and it was signed by a UK World Champion wow. in British Super, a uh, World Superbike, sorry, called Carl Fogarty. And I've had this, I had this mug. It was my office mug. Everybody knew how I treasured this mug, and and my PA dropped it when she was making a, a cup of coffee in the office, and it took her two weeks to build up the courage to tell me. Now, I didn't even notice that it wasn't there and she was bringing me coffee in another mug. But it took her two weeks. Eventually, I thought, yeah, there's something not right here. You know, why, am I, why do I keep, you know, do we not wash the mugs anymore? And that's when she mustered the college to tell me that she'd broken the mug. And no matter how hard she'd tried, and there were lots of different Frankenstein versions of this mug, where she tried gluing it back together so she didn't have to tell me. So we're very
1: precious about our mugs, and we have to make sure we don't break them. 100%. That's a great story, too. I mean, that's like the mug you have right there, 17, 16, 17 years old. You'll never forget that, right? You'll never forget that that, that very nice gesture that that person took.
0: Yeah, and, you know, Jonathan, Jonathan Kerr is his name, and, you know, it's something that you remember people for, isn't it? When they give you something like that and you're drinking out of it every day, Whatever it is that we have as a memento, it helps us anchor our memory to the person. And perhaps even the difference they made to our lives or the friendship that we had with them. It always And with kids, especially those, those moments when their hands were that size and they were still kids, not adults. So it, it takes
1: us back, doesn't it? it it's, well, And it's scary how fast time goes by. That, that's yeah, the part that absolutely. blows me away is that was, you know, this was 21, 22 years ago, actually 22 years ago. Crazy.
0: Yeah. Wow.
1: So uh, you, you've given us
0: a, a an insight and I'm a big Starbucks coffee fan as well. And uh, you know, I've tried other sort of retail brands over here. Uh, we've got a Costa coffee and another one over here, but yeah, there's something about the taste of a Starbucks. It's not necessarily the stores, but I do like the taste of a Starbucks coffee. Yeah, So do I. Um, I take my, I take my coffee black, Occasionally, I might put a little bit of soap in there if my voice is starting to go a little bit. But how how do you take your coffee? And have you got any other favorite either strengths or blends or beans of coffee?
1: Um, I put stevia in it. So, um, yeah, I can't drink black coffee. I've got a sweet tooth. I will always have a sweet tooth. So I put a little organic stevia powder in it. And um, I, I, I go back and forth between Italian Starbucks and Sumatra, it's called. Sumatra, yeah, yeah, and so, so, yeah, I've got
0: some of that downstairs. Yeah, yeah, so I go
1: back and forth between those two. I mean, I tried their house blend one time, and it just didn't have that. No. I need that. I need that strong punch. You know, that's 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 a that's a that's a theme in my life. Yeah, strong punch.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and it's it's interesting because the, the Sumatra is quite a high number, isn't it? On their strength rating, it's, it's something like a 11, eleven, isn't yep. it? You know, it's up there. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if it's an Italian or not, but one of the ones I like that's a good strong coffee, I think it's called Veronica. Oh, oh
1: another strong coffee, yep. I've had that one.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's one of my favourites and a particular sort of tone to it as well. The, the only problem, Michael, I find is that if I drink the really strong coffees throughout the day, then my voice definitely takes a hit. Hmm. So occasionally I have to either put a bit of honey in just to help the throat or, yeah, and you've just said about the house blend sometimes i'll go more for the the blonde, blonde Starbucks, yep. just just to give myself a, you know, a a little bit of a rest <laughs> from from that raspy strong taste but yeah from a taste point of view i'm with you on the strong oh, coffee yeah 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 for sure so in in your bio uh, Mike, obviously you know fitness has been and and you know sport of being at the the core of everything you do and including the the golf fitness membership website working with people now, as you said, what's been something significant that you've been working on developing in your own business recently or in, in past time?
1: It would be the book. It would be the book that just hit Amazon. That book, okay. um, I'm super proud of it. Um, it's So funny, I, um, the book was written completely by me, although I did have a gentleman on the consumer behavior chapter, sub- submit that chapter because he was, he's amazing, just amazing um right. but the book was a brain dump of all of my passions so fitness success mindset growth mindset um, um and of course I, I, I work with consultant or clients on growth revenues right. growing their revenues yeah. and so i took all of that put that in one book and I, I i'm a book junkie i think a lot of us are right you know i've got probably 300 yeah, sure. 300 plus business and success books in my home and that so i when i wrote this one and it finally came out i thought i don't think i've seen a book like this in the market at all ever where it's it covers you know if you're not if you're not healthy whoever you are but right now my my market in this book is is um male ceos and business owners because that's who i've ever worked with pretty much for the most part that's my wheelhouse Um, i think it's that ego that higher level of ego that sense of power these guys are you know, they, they get a lot of people that, that, uh, you know, bow down to them. And then I come along and I, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you have a hundred million, yeah. one, I don't care who you, what you have. Yeah. So, but I think, so that's what I'm working on now is I really feel like even as a consultant, I'm kind of seeing something happening right in front of my eyes with this book, this where to, yeah, yeah it's, it's, and it's very um, transformative in, in a way, because I yeah. feel like, if i can get a male ceo or business owner to hear me talk a little bit and talk about we got to get your health right we got to get your mind right and then we'll get your business right so your health your mind and your business all three of those together create an an unbelievable powerful situation so i you know it's it's interesting to see my consulting career as it's evolving and now it really i think is going to evolve into this sort of this this personal health and well-being, mindset, growth, revenue, that's gonna. That's what I want to be known for. Yeah. And it,
0: I mean, it's great. And congratulations, because many of us have a book in us, but very few of us actually get the book out of us, don't they? So congratulations on that. The, the title of the book, and we'll give people the, the link to the book in the show notes and perhaps talk about it a little bit later on as well. You use the word dominate. So it's dominate your market. And... It's interesting you say about the hard hitting coffee and the punching because dominate is such a strong word, isn't it? Uh, But as you were talking there, I think you've probably changed the perception of some of the listeners that might uh, go out and grab a copy of this book. And I certainly strongly encourage that they do because domination isn't just about one thing. You know, it's a set of ingredients that allow you to dominate your, your market. And as you say, health, mind. And then business yeah and if you haven't got the mindset and you haven't got the health then you're going to be pretty weak in supporting your business and you're going to do your business a disservice
1: well and, you, and you're going to do because employees a disservice right i mean you yeah. know i'm a big believer in lead by example and even in my personal yeah. training days there were a lot of trainers that were quite overweight and i yeah. was i was so you know that would be like going to the doctor <laughs> That'd be like going to a doctor who says you need to start smoking as he's puffing on a cigarette. Right. Like oh, that-
0: Don't. My doctor used to do that. I mean, I'd never smoked, but he used to talk about weight and smoking and sit there. And, and I used to know him quite well. Cause as a, as a teenager, I used to look after his garden and do his garden. Oh, that's workout. awesome. And he was, he was just awful. He was so away, smoked like a chimney And then you'd see him in the surgery and he'd be preaching to these people about how they got to lose weight and smoking's going to kill him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Lead by example, not a a
0: good role model. Yes.
1: So, so so be, be the leader that you, that's the whole idea that I wrote this book was to get in the mindset of these guys to become the leader that you, that you've wanted to become, haven't probably reached that yet so that your team members, your employees can look up to you and really say this guy, he, he, he walks his walk. I mean, he's, he's doing it as opposed to you know, the opposite, you know, and and that's what I see a lot. A lot of my clients hire me and they're, they're, you know, their, their minds aren't right there. And of course there's when you're a business owner, like like you are, I'm a business, when you're a business owner, it's very, very stressful. Right. And, and it's, and it's like this, it goes up and down like this, but if you can get your mind right and your health, right, boy, that shoots you into your business. Very, very, in a very, very good spot.
0: Yeah. And I think, uh, we're going to go, slightly off a tangent now, but there are signs when you know that your health isn't working for you or for your business. And I, I remember many years ago, I had a construction business and I was burning the candle at both ends. I was doing four or five businesses. I was partying hard. I was doing the motorcycle racing. I'd just come back from Canada. Uh, and I sat there and I felt unable to concentrate. I remember things razor sharp and my words were getting lost, I'd start a sentence and wonder what was it I was saying and it it wasn't until I actually was aware and I started to listen to myself and realise how I was behaving that I went to the doctors and I was off four weeks with pneumonia and it was purely a lack of oxygen to the brain that was causing these problems. And there are there are telltale signs like that, I think, that we can look out for to make sure that we have got that health and that mindset. And I'd, I'd love to hear any that you've come across with with your clients, Michael, that you've seen them display these sure. in any of those areas that perhaps the listeners could go. Ah, that's me. Perhaps I need to do something with my health, because if we can do something today, Michael, to help people change the way that they're aware of it, so they go and do something about it, then I think our job here is done. So any, any signs, any telltales to look out for? Well,
1: I, I mean, it, I, it goes back to you got to get sleep. And, and some people can go on yeah. five hours. Some people need eight. Some people need nine. You've got to get adequate, really solid sleep every night because if you wake up in the morning and you're groggy, you're, you have no energy. And let's say you don't have that routine that, that in the book I write about creating a morning routine of, of fitness. You know, and getting yeah. getting up out of bed, maybe have a cup of coffee, maybe not, whatever, but get going right away with something healthy, healthy, right? Like a 30-minute walk, go to the gym, you know, get a an in-home piece of a fitness equipment, like a stairmaster or elliptical, just go from your bed to maybe a cup of coffee or go to the bed right over to the to the exercise, get it in so that when the day starts, you don't let excuses creep in because every, human nature, the minute your day starts, it's over, it is over, right? So um, I would say I would start with sleep. Number one, I would also say yeah. that if if you're, um, an, you know, business owner, CEO, entrepreneur, executive, if, you, if your stress levels, if you can't handle stress, and I get this it, a lot of times when I was personal training clients, and even with clients now, we'll do a client call our weekly calls. And right away, they're just edgy when I, they get on the call, they're edgy, and I'm like, mm. what's going on? And so, again, um, I have a lot of discussion on non-business stuff with my clients because it's really important. Like, what's yeah. going on? Oh, well, my this, my that, my family. And I said, you, is there anything you'd like to talk about just to get that get that out of your mind so that we can get on to the business stuff? And sometimes we'll spend 10 minutes talking about it. And then if they ha- have me, unfortunately, that the the CEOs and business owners that hire me I'm going to hold them accountable on their, their health and well-being.
0: Perfect. I'm going to. Perfect, yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: great. And, and, it, and
0: it's interesting you said there about edgy because I feel, and times are changing, certainly with, with this, but yeah, I remember when I was back in starting in business in 92, 93, it was almost you weren't a successful business person unless you were stressed unless you were pulling out your hair and obviously I've got not got much hair so I've I succeeded in that but yeah it it was something that was just you know step up to the plate take your stress take your anxiety because it's part of the game you're in business what would you what what would you expect otherwise what would you say to those people listening to this perhaps where they feel guilty if they're not stressed or they're not edgy as you say because some people do feel that that's where they need to be
1: well i think you got to evaluate even at that point evaluate what you want out of your life I mean, now we get into life goals and and what's your reason why what, why why do you have a business why are you doing what you do dig into the why simon sinek right you, you know if you don't yep. um if you feel if your your mindset says i've got to feel stressed so that i feel like i'm taking on the responsibility i need to take on for my team for my family whatever it may be you're going to end up in the hospital you are you are going to have an issue and i I think for a lot of people you've got it's you've got to find out the reason why we're doing all this so we live a this this thing this crazy thing i call life and it's it's a crazy Mm. because when you when you do some deep self-awareness conversations and whether that's with your your partner your spouse or yourself go on a trip by yourself you gotta why am i doing all this why am i doing what's the end goal of all this i mean do is it, do I want a Lamborghini? Do I want a legacy for my kids? Do I want to travel the world? Do I want to have financial stability? Would, and dig a little deeper to that because that might not be deep enough. You might need to go even deeper. And I think a lot of people get caught in the weeds. You know, CEOs, business owners, you get caught in the weeds of things and all of a sudden five years go by and then you look in the mirror and then you might have that aha moment of like, you know, you put on 30 pounds. You can't, you, you get winded going up a flight of stairs. You have no strength anymore no endurance so then you have to really go back to why am i doing all this yeah
0: yeah and i think there are so many of us perhaps that at some point in our life and many people listening to this are probably there right now where they are looking in the mirror and think how did i get here how did this happen when, when did this catch up with me and you know listeners you've heard me talk about this on previous podcasts Yeah, you know, what michael said there doesn't just put you in hospital as it did with my friend, my best friend in the world, Roland. It put him in his grave. And it put him in the grave at 56. 56 years now, old. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm 54, 55 coming up. And I made a decision when he passed that my life was not going to be the same. And I changed my why. I changed my purpose. And it wasn't about having the life when I was 60, 65. It was about enjoying the life I've got now because you never know when it's going to be taken away. So, but that's a that's a different podcast altogether. yeah but,
1: but you said something very important that I, I i don't want to brush over too much which is yes mm, yeah please is, is what kind of lifestyle do you want and, and you just said a, a key a key thing now not lifestyle do you want at 65 yeah. because you hear these stories all the time of somebody working their whole entire life they retire and die the next year well sure yeah, yeah. So what was all that for? Now yeah great you left a legacy to your children, you left, you know, some money in a will whatever, but the bottom line is we got to live for now and not selfishly. I don't mean this in a selfish right. standpoint, but you whether you've got a partner, a spouse, family whatever, but you've got to live for now because tomorrow's not promised.
0: No. No, absolutely. Yeah, com- completely agree. So um the the book has obviously helped helped you uh, as well and you know, i'd love for it to help some of the listeners that are on here as well so tell tell us how we can grab a copy of the book and where the listeners might go to reach out to you as well um and you know any links that
1: you've got or any any area you can send us to well you know i'm um... I'm a firm believer in giving value to everybody, and that's how you build trust mm-hmm. and people get to know you. But, um, you know, I, I created a website for the book and it's it's www.DominateYourMarketBook.com. So it's the title of the book and then the word book at the end of it. Right. So DominateYourMarketBook.com like yep. and I'm going to be adding a lot of free resources, actually some online questionnaires that they can, people can go through and Uh kind of see where they're at in their life, see where they're at in their business, see where they're at in their health. That's all free, that's going to be free. So you'll definitely want to um, join my list when you get to that website for sure. But you can buy the book. Uh, There's a there's a button on that website to buy the book, it'll take you to Amazon. So um, that website will not be a static website, I'll be adding tools and resources to that website, for sure. And then LinkedIn, um, that's a big platform for me. So you know, definitely on LinkedIn and there's a bunch of Mike Petersons. There's a bunch of Michael Petersons. So and I've had people <laughs> recently not find me using that. The thank you. Yeah. Thank you. LinkedIn. Right. Put my name yeah. in and not find me. So, but if you can connect right. with me on LinkedIn, um, I'm definitely fairly active on LinkedIn throughout the day. I'll jump in for a couple of minutes. If people message me, I'll, I'll respond back to their messages. And so that would be the other platform would be LinkedIn.
0: Great. And what they're looking for then on LinkedIn, uh, are you Michael on, on there? I'm Mike,
1: Michael, yeah. and the last name is critical, is P-E-D-E-R-S-E-N. So it's spelled a lot different than people think. And uh, so yeah, if you put yeah. Michael, if if uh, probably if you put Michael Peterson, Arizona, I would hope LinkedIn search feature, I mean, it's a <laughs> multi-billion dollar company. Come on now. And, and, and Microsoft yeah. owns it so if you put michael peterson arizona that would probably pull up my linkedin probably
0: great okay so dominateyourmarketbook.com is the website and and great and you know we've just talked a few minutes ago about awareness so anything that you listeners can get by going there and getting an awareness of where you are and, and what you can work on is absolutely critical. So I strongly encourage you to do that and of course, grab a copy of the book. Now I, I'm a big uh, I don't read very much, uh, Michael. Um, I've got lots of books behind me, but I, I tend to study books. Hmm. Um, so I listen to the book first and then I buy a copy and then I study the book. Any plans to go
1: audible with it or I, I am going to do, do an, an audio version. I am going to do audible, but here's what worries me about audible. So Mm. everybody who knows me knows it should be this book is me. It should be me. Well, I talk fast. I swear my words and (laughs) people that don't know me, I typically get, what was that? What was that? So if I do an audible, I think I could just beat the crap out of this audible. You know what I mean? So, and if I got somebody else to do it, I don't feel like it's authentic because, and I would have to have somebody with an energy level that matches mine. I could not get some. You know, gentleman who's got this monotone voice when I'm trying to tell a story. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I will probably I, I, break I, I, down and do it, probably.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I strongly encourage you to because mm-hmm. I, and listeners, I'm sure you agree. You know, I, I like the pace. Um, you know, a, a friend of mine and a great author, Mike McCallowitz. He yep. uh, he's great at reading his own books, and he's certainly got better at doing it. So, Mike, if you're listening, uh, he's got better at doing it as he's as he's gone on. Uh, but it does make a difference, particularly, I think, with business books when the author reads it. And and we we can put up with the the personality of them in their voice and the way that they speak and the pace. And you don't get much faster than what Mike talks about. And Russell hmm. Brunson, he's another one as well that just goes at a million miles an hour. If I was to give you any kind of voice double, I would say Mike McAllowitz, He's probably the closest yeah, to your I'll voice be, I'll do, I'll I've heard in a long while. But it might be a little bit expensive
1: for voiceover artists, but uh, who who knows? We'll it, it, we'll, that's, we'll, um, we'll get a campaign going. Yeah, yeah, Mike and I are connected on LinkedIn anyway, so yeah, he he's he seems like I don't know him personally, but seems like a really good guy. So he is. Yeah, he is absolutely. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely is. So um, you've given us some great insights already, as 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 all our guests do as we go through the questions. But if you could give the listeners one key lesson or tip to take away from today's podcast, what would that be?
1: God, I I've got too many in my head right now. I could give you probably 10, okay. ten right now. But, you know, there's four words I use throughout my book and I, and I use them in all caps, by the way, and I had my book editor okay. try to correct and I said, leave it alone. Leave it alone because <laughs> I want I wanted those words to really be imp- desire, impact, mindset, growth, right? And the big, the, if I can say anything right now to, to the listeners would be the word desire. You know, when I, when I talk to a business owner, a client, um, I ask them, hey, what's your desire to grow your business? What's your desire to, to become healthier? And what's your desire to have a better mindset on a one to 10? So, you know, your health, your business, and your mindset, right? And that's what we talked about earlier in the call. The call. On a one to 10, okay. where are those? And that's, that's a question I ask. And if I don't hear a 10, truly a 10, not an 8 or a 9, if I don't yeah. hear a 10, I go, ba- I, I go right back to that particular topic. And I go, why isn't it a 10? Because I want to know why it's not a 10. And here's what I tell them. I say, do you have a family? And they say, oh, yeah. And I said, do you have children? I say, and they say, most of the time, yes, we do. And yeah. I said, OK, so if your child needed you on a 1 to 10, where would you be? And they say, well, oh, of course, a 10 well then why wouldn't you be a 10 in your business? Why wouldn't you be a 10 in your health? Why wouldn't you be a 10 in your mindset? And it just goes dead quiet on the phone, right? So, yeah. so you've got desire is such a strong word. If you, don't, if you don't wake up in the morning and have a strong intense desire to grow your business, to become a healthier person, to get a better mindset, then you need to check that first. You, you need to find out what's the bottleneck holding you back from getting that desire to attend across the board.
0: Yeah. And I don't know about you listeners, but that's just resonated with me as well. I'm I'm one of those people that doesn't get out of bed that quickly. Uh, And part of it is because of our routine. So I do have an exercise routine, but generally I spend about 30 minutes lying in bed. My wife brings up a drink and usually we'll sit and listen to the radio and listen to the news and we'll both have a, a drink and then we'll get out of bed. But actually it's become a bit of a lazy routine to that. Uh, you yeah, know, we do get to have a bit of a chat together because we don't perhaps talk later in the evening. But you're absolutely right. Yeah, it's about that desire. And the reason I get out of bed, I and mean, I've got a desire for my business and I'll work till late tonight for it. But the desire isn't there in the morning. So I need to not just look at what my desire is and what level it's at. I think that's a great tip. But also even throughout the day, what's my desire level first thing in the morning? What's my desire level later on in the day? Because it probably does fluctuate for me throughout. So that's that's something I'm definitely going to take away from this. And uh, as you were talking earlier on, I remembered it. I can't remember who it was that sang the song, uh, but there's a song and the lyrics are um, get out of that lazy bed before I count to three.
1: Mm. And
0: very often I think about that and I think, do you know what? If I could just wake up and get out of bed before I count to three, what a great day that I would have. So I need a better desire to get out of bed before I count to three. That's what I'm going to take away from today. I, that's your gift and I'll tell you, to me. And I'll so tell you one
1: thing real quick before we go from a standpoint yeah. of your morning routine. This is in my book too. Take your, 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 your workout outfit, take your, your shoes, your shorts, your shirt, yeah. and put it at the foot of your bed. So when you swing out of your bed and your feet hit the ground, your feet are hitting the ground on top of those shoes on top of the shoes. <laughs> Great tip. And then what that does yeah. is sets your mindset. All of a sudden, now yeah. you can't make an excuse of like, Oh, I got to go to the closet. I got to figure out what I'm gonna oh, It's raining outside. True. All the excuses start kicking in right away. And then 90% yeah. of people just say, Ah, oh, tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll just yeah. I'll just do it tomorrow. Not today. Well, tomorrow never comes. Yeah. Tomorrow never comes. And
0: I do that quite often. I'll do something else and then I'll go into the into the gym and I'll put my clothing on, et cetera. Yeah, so that's a good tip. So final question then. And you've said about the books and 300 and something books,
1: did you say that you have? Uh, probably more now, but I, conservative 300 yeah. for sure.
0: Yeah, fantastic. So if you were going to have your next coffee reading a, your favourite or a favourite, not the favourite, but a favourite business book, where would you be and what would the book be?
1: Oh man, God. Uh, Bali, probably in Bali. Oh, okay. Probably in Bali and probably, probably that one. Oh no, that's an interesting choice. Probably that one because that one really is all about mindset, right? Think about the psychology of influence of persuasion, right? And that's by Robert Cialdini, right? And it's a book and yep. I've read it several times. I've got this book and I've, I've got some some really good books. I mean, um, Jay Abraham's got a good book getting everything. What's it? Uh, they're all over here. Like, what's this one? Um, here, here's Jay Abraham's book. Let's see. Yep.
0: Do... Getting everything you can out of all of you. Got. Yep.
1: Yeah, great. phenomenal book. And I've read that a bunch of times. But but I would say yes. the psychology of influence by Robert Cialdini in Bali. <laughs> yeah well,
0: and, and that's a good heavy read as well I mean oh there's boy. some great nuggets in there isn't there but uh, that's a book that you certainly I've i have had to study it two or three times to get the value from it, it. it's a very it's, it's a very deep book list well. very deep book yeah yeah but very powerful book so thank you for that and Bali yeah, I spoke to a, a guy a coach in Bali actually just yesterday and it looked beautiful oh they've man. got mosquito nets everywhere around everything apparently it's their big season there yeah so Michael, you've given us some amazing value. You've given us some insights. Uh, you've made me feel a little bit better about the abs because I know they're in there somewhere, so I know how to find You'll them get a little bit more. You'll get them. Yeah, and, and I think, listeners, the biggest thing is that you can take away is what is your desire. Go away from this podcast and do something with that. Just score yourself out of 10 and then ask yourself that question. Why is it not a 10? And what can I do to make it a 10? I think you've shared some great insights and thank you so much for being a guest and giving up your time today. It's been an absolute
1: pleasure. I mean, thank you so much for having me. I was very much looking forward to this and uh, honored and pleased to have done this with you.
0: Yeah, me too. And of course, listeners, uh, this is part of my mission to help you be better aware, better educated. You can get no better education, I'm sure, than to go to dominateyourmarketbook.com, Check out Michael's book, take advantage of those free resources that are coming and it's not going to be a static site. It's going to be dynamic. So keep going back there and check out Michael Peterson uh, with EN on the end and um, find him on LinkedIn and connect with him. I'm sure you'll take exceptional value as well from having a connection with him. And as always, I look forward to having you on the next podcast. Thank you, sir. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. Don't forget, if you'd like any help and support with your business, do get in touch with Simon. And to discover what your business needs you to fix next, visit www.sterlingcoaching.fixthisnext.com. Please do subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And Simon would love you to rate and review the show too. Thank you.